Hello and welcome to Stuck in the Mud. This is season five, episode five, and today I'm reading a uh, blog post that I put out not so long ago, just after uh, we had to say goodbye to our dog, Hobie. Now, it's been a bit of a difficult few weeks, and I've thought about recording the audio for this podcast a few times. Uh, thought, actually, I'd just wait until I felt like um, we dealt with it a little bit and uh, uh, worked out the emotions around it a little bit. And today, I just sort of took a notion for it. I thought, actually, this would be a really nice time to record this. And, um, yeah, here we go. So this is... Uh, the blog post that I put out on the 30th of October and it's called We Had to Say Goodbye to Our Beloved Dog. We got up in the morning and encouraged the kids to say goodbye. We didn't know for sure but this might be the last time that they saw Hobie. It was hard for them to understand and almost impossible to explain. Of course, our younger dog may not have known, but she, I'm sure, sensed something was wrong. As for Hobie, my heart broke while he excitedly made his way to the door. He never cared where he was going. Uh, Even the vet was a really cool adventure. We arrived in silence and took our seats in the waiting room while Hobie played with another dog. There was a grieving family who just said goodbye to their animal, which felt like just terrible timing, and I began to dread the next few minutes deeply. Finally, after a short while, we were welcomed into our own appointment, and we said nothing. Thankfully, the vet knew us well, and she didn't rush us uh, to talk or to do anything in particular. So how is Hobie today? she said, taking a look and feeling for his many tumours. He's got another one on his face, and his mouth has swollen, we replied. We can try some antibiotics, replied the vet. She knew well enough that antibiotics would only hold his last day off for a few more weeks, and Louise and I tried to answer but couldn't get past the tears. The truth is that Hobie has been... Um, on borrowed time for a long time. We were just pleased to let him live after his big operation when he was only seven years old. And Livy did for a whole another five years. In some ways, he was a complete miracle. And even this summer, he was swimming in the sea despite a massive tumour that had become Uh, swollen out of the front of his knee. He brought us so much joy into our lives. He was our first dog and the most wonderful companion. In my book, Stuck in the Mud, I talk about how Hobie once rounded up Samuel, rounded up Samuel in a field, but there were many adventures and times I can remember. Back when we lived in Hailey, Hobie used to walk with me uh, for miles. At Christmas, he'd come and lay next to us on the sofa while we watched films. And I'll never forget the time when he ate part of a baby blanket. I had to pull miles of thread out of his bum uh, while uh, while, um, uh, Louise held him. And he really didn't appreciate that. 
Thankfully, we've all got stories about him that we can share. And I'll always be grateful that he was our dog. Losing any loved one is difficult. But there's something terrible um, about having to decide to end your animal's life. If you've gone through the experience for yourself, you might find uh, this other blog post I wrote helpful. And although in the post I just kind of let it go and let you read that, I thought that this might be a good time to read that post as well. So this post is called Beliefs About Pets in Heaven. So... I'm currently writing this blog series about uh, tackling strange and ridiculous Christian beliefs. I'm not addressing any of the core beliefs. Instead, this series is about things that creep into the sidelines of consciousness. Please remember that I don't claim to be a theologian. And so while you're reading my thoughts, think of them as the wisdom of a guy 27 years into his journey of faith. Anyway, let's get into it. Recently, I got into a bit of hot water with a publisher regarding whether the sass of children is sin. I suggested that God would enjoy a cheeky child in heaven, and they suggested I might be wrong. <laughs> As you would have guessed from the title of today, we're not talking about sassy children. Still, that conversation is relevant because we're talking about God's capacity for enjoyment and the idea of what heaven really is. Now, I should just say as a sideline, um, just coming out of this blog post for a second, that the original title for this post is God so loved his animals that he bought them an ark. And it's um, beliefs, obviously, about pets in heaven. Anyway, let's get back into it. So it. Okay, so to get us started, I will say that the idea animals may not have souls is something I could cope with. However, I don't believe having a soul is necessarily the issue here. In fact, although there are several Bible references used to prove that animals can't be in heaven, those beliefs might not really be relevant the issue might end up being far more about whether you're able to cope with God enjoying animals and indeed whether you're able to cope with the idea um, that heaven is able to include fun and dare I say it, the sass of a child. So what's the issue? The idea behind animals not being heaven is that the fall in Genesis was the fault of God's people, Adam and Eve. It was because of them that the whole of creation got broken. What we're talking about here is the central Christian belief that God made humans above animals. When we say that God created humans in his own image in Genesis 1, that's the piece of information which begins to set us apart. That's where the soul is relevant. When we sinned, the world got broken in such a way that it needed a perfect saviour. But the link, the wound, if you like, is the soul of man. That was where the break in the relationship was. Some theologians will say that animals cannot be in heaven because this connection was caused between a creator and his people. 
When Jesus died and rose again, he beat death, healed the wound and restored the scar tissue. Jesus' sacrifice fixed everything in such a perfect way that there was an opportunity for humanity to be reunited with God again. And this is the problem for me. The passage, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son in John 3.16, was written to explain to humans about how we're loved and restored by God who gave of himself. The Bible, to be frank, simply wasn't written to animals. And why would it be? God's word is the living breath of his love for those created to be his image to read. Let me say that again. I'll say it again because I clunked it up a little bit. But let me just say that one more time for effect. God's word is the living breath of his love for those created in his image to read. This is truly special, a wonderful gift. And we have it because we're designed to love the mystery. That isn't the same for the rest of God's creation, though. In Genesis 1.25, it says, God made the wild animals according to all their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds, and God saw it was good. The question which arises from that for me would be, at what point did God change his mind about that? God made animals and they were good. Humans sinned and we kept on disobeying God until the great flood when God so loved the animals that he gave the only faithful man to make a ginormous ark for them to live in. Truthfully, for me, God's heart is so evident for animals in scripture that I wouldn't be surprised if we were made to wait in heaven from time to time while he walks his dogs or feeds the heavenly chickens. Please do understand me though, I'm not trying to make light of heaven. But I think we're missing something of the creative, joyful heart of God if we think that animals are not part of the plan. And so, if you're an animal lover... Why not believe you'll see them when you're in the kingdom of heaven? Why not live with that hope? In fact, why not imagine that God shares your enthusiasm about them too? What a wonderful gift they are. Now, I posted that uh, on my website, johnproctor.co.uk or johnproctor.wordpress.com. Um, on the 21st of November 2021 um, and of course for for me then that becomes even more relevant um, now that Hobie's passed away uh, when um, when the vets uh, had put into sleep they asked my wife and I whether we would like his body or whether we'd like him cremated in a particular way and to be honest we didn't make that decision right in the moment but we did go away and within within really a day or two we'd cut we'd come really to the conclusion that we were quite happy for his body just to be cremated just generally we didn't need him back um we didn't feel that we needed his remains back either and 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 i don't know what you've ever decided with your animals but i think for me 
the belief in the spirit and that the personality of every living thing really kind of lives, resides in the spirit. For me, what that means is that it didn't matter what happened to Hopi's body because that's just the dead part. The living part is the spirit. And again, you know, maybe because of the grief, maybe because of the bereavement, I would lean at the moment towards saying that, yes, Hobie had a spirit, maybe he had a soul. But I don't know the answer to that. And I would, again, you know, really have to be careful. I wouldn't presume to be an expert on any of this. But I do stand by what I said in the blog post on the 21st of November last year. I stand by it because... I see God's heart for his creation as something far wider than just my life. Um, far more uh, far more capable of dealing with everything than my own capacity can imagine. And so as I finish today in a bit of a of a kind of ramble, if you like, um, I just want to encourage you that it's okay to love your pets, it's okay to grieve them when they go, and it's okay to believe that you will see them again. And whether we do or not, that is, of course, a matter for God himself. Anyway, I hope you're doing really well. It's coming close to Christmas now, and I really hope to see you all soon. <laughs>